What's up, guys? It's your girl, Tiffany. I am back on the Winner's Circle. Remember, like, comment, subscribe, and share the video. Share the link. Get people in tune with what's going on, what we're talking about over here, what I'm talking about, what my guests have to say. I've got a special guest with me today. I've got Pharaoh from Reality Kingdom. Uh, he's coming to help me because as you guys may or may not know, it is my birthday. So I have been kicking it, not going to lie. A lot of friends came in town for me this weekend. We were kicking it. I know I got a job to do. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to need a little help. Pharaoh said, girl, I got you. So um, we're going to talk about some live feeds. Pharaoh, tell us where you come from so that my guests know like why'd she bring pharaoh in what's she talking about <laughs> right so um i have a podcast me and my lovely co-host lily couldn't be here with us but that is okay i have a podcast called the reality kingdom and we cover the big brother live feeds we have a weekly updates weekly updates and we talk about just the players how they're doing in the game what they're doing in the game um and yeah shoot, go check us out over there if you want to that's fine so i I invited you because, you know, I've listened to your podcast on YouTube and I've seen your takes and you guys really do a phenomenal job of um, narrating a lot of playback and of your takes on how people have played the game and what they're going to be doing moving forward. And I have a lot of respect for it. I love it. You gave you guys have given the cookout a lot of love and respect. You've shown mm -hmm. a lot of love to us. And we get a lot of flack about not coming on certain podcasts or not inviting people. And it's not as it's not everybody's schedule and agenda is not as easily open as people like to think. But mm -hmm. I personally like genuine relationships. And so I like talking and building and inviting and chilling with people that I actually have like connections with. And you guys from the moment I started watching you, you just seem to um, give it give it the honest and real and to just understand who each individual is as a person mm -hmm. and tell it like it is. So I said, I, you know, I asked you guys a while back, like, would mm -hmm. you guys be down to come on my podcast and yeah. do some live feeds with me? And you're like, for sure. For sure. Anything for you, Tiffany. I really appreciate it. You're very sweet for those words because um it means a lot to us especially coming from you Aww. um Derek and Cody having us um on here is also very special we respect all of you guys as players so I really 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 I really thank you for this it's really oh, sweet. you welcome <laughs> well, let's kick it let's get into it so y'all know I keep it real y'all already know I told you and you should know this if you listen to me you should know that my birthday was August 5th it was yesterday so a lot of people came in town I had a few surprises it's you know we'll talk about that later <laughs> and um so i said i do know a couple of things like um i definitely watched uh nicole leave and i know that michael won v i'm sorry michael won hoh but mm -hmm. michael also won veto i know that mm -hmm. too i know that terrence and monty and joseph are on the block and i feel that somewhere i saw daniel is the 
option to go home. So right. it's less like another back door. Are we backdooring somebody again? Okay, so Daniel's the back door to go home. Mm-hmm. But I did see before that occurred that Monty could possibly have a target on him. Mm-hmm. And Kyle now feels that there's a cookout 2.0 that he shared with Michael. And uh-huh. Michael uh, kind of didn't say a lot at that time, but kind of he followed up later and was like, you know, you might not be so wrong about that because I think Kyle came to him and was like, was I wrong about that? And he's like, you know, I think it's something to consider. Mm-hmm. And then now where I think I am um, is that Daniel is still the target. Michael is supposed to use the power of veto to pull them down and mm-hmm. put uh, Daniel and Jasmine right. up. Daniel and Kyle. Oh, Daniel and Kyle. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Turner and Jasmine. <laughs> Not me just wanting yeah. Jasmine on the block. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's, it's Daniel and Kyle. You can be yourself mm-hmm. with me. Okay, <laughs> it's, a no, safe it's, space. Okay. <laughs> it's a safe space. Okay. It's a safe space. Okay, Daniel and Kyle are going up on the block. Uh-huh. And, um, and so that's all I know. Now, Pharaoh, what's mm-hmm. going on? Michael won HOH. And then what happened in the house? Right. So coming off from last week, essentially, there was a lot of talk from mostly Kyle um, about, like you said, this cookout 2.0. And that is supposed to be that there's an alliance allegedly forming between Monty, Joseph, Indy, Jasmine, Terrence and maybe Taylor. Now, the thing is, how is Taylor included in that when Kyle knows Taylor would not be included in that? I don't because know. Of the, because not be, and not even just because of Taylor, but because the, the people that he's talking about have never agreed to work with her in any form of capacity, right? right. Except like Joseph, but yeah. And, and he's aware of that. And mm-hmm. that's why it was kind of confusing. But um, he started to um, form this, I guess, opposing group. Now, what I think the real motivation about this is, I don't necessarily think that he truly feels that group is forming. I mm-hmm. think he wants to protect Alyssa. That's Same. my personal opinion. I do too. I feel Glad like, you said that. Yeah, I feel like he is aware that for someone to make it far in this game, they have to be in an alliance mm-hmm. that is the core. And I think he knows that the only way to get Alyssa into an alliance is by turning on the leftovers. Mm-hmm. And I think that he, I think he has a, a I think he does feel that way. Um, that they might have those groupings to be paired up, you know, with Jasmine yeah. and Monty and them. But I think that he's using this small feeling mm-hmm. and trying to push this narrative so that Alyssa can get in where she fits in. But she don't really fit in. And that's the issue. So there's a couple of things I want to say about that is so much. OK, so I um, I as, a, as somebody who lived in the house who understands how seeds can get planted and then things start running rampant in your mind because uh, the leftovers also watched the cookout move so covertly, and the leftovers themselves have also been moving covertly. Mm-hmm. Um, there becomes this paranoia that maybe I'm not the smartest person in the room, right? Maybe someone else is also doing this. And then if he believes that we are not just moving covert, but someone else in the house is moving covert, it can kind of sit in there and make you wonder if. This secret alliance is going on. But Mm -hmm. I do believe what you're like. I I share the same sentiment as you that he doesn't fully believe that this is actually happening, but he's laying it out there to Michael as if 
this is something we should think about because this is something that could happen. But I do definitely think that his purpose in laying these factors is because he wants to protect Alyssa. Mm-hmm. I think I and is that because of his connection with Alyssa, like him and Alyssa changed trajectories in the house. And mm-hmm. now he's like, I want her to stay. Yeah, it's interesting because the shift happened with a lot of his gameplay specifically when he told the live feeders, um, he was like, you know what, I'm going to just give in to Alyssa or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Because at first he was trying to deny it and just be like, oh, let me stay away. I don't need a showman. Let's get Alyssa out. And now he has somebody on, woke the dragon. He done flipped the switch and everything <laughs> has has changed. I don't think this is good for his game moving forward. I feel like if he would have stuck on the trajectory he was sticking to, he could have been a um, contestant to win the game. I'm not. It's still early to, to say that, but I'm not sure that I'm confident as confident as I was the week before. You know what I'm saying? Now, wh- I want to know why do you think he switched? I was going to tell you, I think, and I said this in my last, uh, maybe my last episode, that he realized he was at the bottom of the leftovers and that they were making decisions and he was offering input and I don't think he felt heard. Mm -hmm. And he probably realized that I don't have as much power over here as I feel like I should or I think I do or as I want to have. On top of um, then he and Alyssa build this, they start building upon their showmance. Maybe he feels he can get further with her. But I do agree it's not so good for his game because Joseph already is like no to this. Mm -hmm. I do think the guys like having a guy alliance like Monty, Joseph, Kyle. They seem to have something really strong with each Mm -hmm. other. But Kyle is like, yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> I um, I want to win. And you guys, Monty and Joseph, seem to be paired together and just kind of stringing me along. Mm-hmm. And you're making all the decisions. So does it look? Does it seem like was because because I didn't see the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask you to help me. And if it's and it is honestly okay if you don't have the answers. We just kicking it. Do you think that Kyle was telling Monty, um, his idea about this? alliance going on because he wants Michael to work with him in this separate alliance or is it because he wants Michael to target who he thinks should go on the block is it Kyle wants is it Kyle wants Michael to join him in this separate alliance or Kyle wants Michael to target who he'd like to see go on the block even though it looks like it's going to be him (laughs) yeah I think Kyle um wants Michael to join him. I think mm. Kyle feels more comfortable with Michael. Um, and I think that the, and this is the thing. Um, I don't feel like Monty and Joseph are necessarily running uh, the leftovers the way that Kyle kind of feels it. I feel like Kyle, the type of player Kyle is, is comparable to, in my opinion, some people might whew, get a little hurt by this, but I feel like he's comparable to Tyler in some ways. And I say this because I feel like um, Tyler has an energy to him that does not exude um, lead like like the figurehead leader of the alliance. Mm-hmm. Tyler kind of has a chill, laid back personality, similar s- similar to um, Kyle, in my opinion. Kyle and mm-hmm. Tyler have that similarity. And I feel like both of them kind of approach the game in a less 
um, assertive kind of assertive way, mm-hmm. a more passive way. Yeah. They are active players with a mm-hmm. passive game style. And I feel like Kyle, on the other hand, doesn't feel comfortable with a figurehead a, that might be above him. And I think Monty mm-hmm. and Joseph seem like they're running this alliance. Kyle, I feel, was in the best position in this alliance in the leftovers. He felt insecure um, because of the the illusion of this figurehead. He should have just let Monty believe that Monty was running this alliance because Monty, and I don't think actually was. Michael and Brittany want that man out. Yeah. Um, Taylor don't necessarily care. That's three of the other six people in the alliance. So it's like, I, I think he just got, he started thinking too much. Yeah. I think that he started losing his focus when he, um, started (laughs) focusing on something else beside Uh the game you Mm -hmm. have to actually keep your head in the game Mm -hmm. okay so kyle presents this to michael um and does michael did say to him later like i don't disagree with what you're saying does he really disagree or does is or is he just like trying to keep him cool and Mm -hmm. i don't want to forget to ask you this why isn't anybody looking at Michael? But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Just don't let me forget. <laughs> right. So we'll put a pin in that. Um, okay. So with Michael and how he feels, first of all, that's very hard. Um, what I realized with this season is that um, these conversations that we see happening, everyone is consistently pretending. Whether they're comfortable with someone or not, they're still talking to that person in a cold, switchy type of way. Michael's mm-hmm. only really honest to the live feeders. So mm-hmm. from what we know, I feel like Michael agrees with the fact that Monty has to go for his game. I think that's correct. I don't necessarily Where did that come think from? It can't I think I think he was already thinking it and he was not comfortable vocalizing it until other people vocalized it. When Brittany it's- and Kyle said it, I think Michael now feels more comfortable. Oop like saying it also. He does seem to play his cards very close to his chest, which I am not in disagreement with. I actually like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I am a person who says almost virtually everything that's on my mind. And Michael is the complete opposite. So I totally wish to be able to possess that skill. Mm -hmm. Um, I also um, wonder if, um, damn, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something about Michael feeling, oh, if my if they felt that this power that Monty has established came from Monty's HOH, because I Mm -hmm. said in my last podcast, like power seems to switch so dramatically from H to H in this house. Mm -hmm. Um, It it didn't feel like that in, in my house. It felt like even if a power, even if someone else became HOH, we still knew who held power. And it seems like in this house, HOH switches and then it's like the power shifts. But Monty seems to have picked up some power to me during his HOH. But did he have power before that? Or is this where he got this power? And is that why they're looking at him? So firstly, I do want to talk about like the season to season thing, because I think that um, the reason this season doesn't feel so, um, I guess, stagnant with who's in power is because I feel this season doesn't necessarily have a front runner 
when it comes to strategy. There are certain seasons that do, like season 16, like your season. Um, and then there's other seasons, like I would say a BB-18 or even a BB-15, where there's multiple people kind of on the same strategic level. And I think mm-hmm. in those seasons, we see more shifts of gameplay, shifts of alliances, things like that. So I feel like that's kind of why this season seems more shifty because everyone else is kind of, all the players are kind of even when it Mm -hmm. comes to the strategy. And with that being said, I do feel like that Monty's, um, this illusion of power that Monty has, because I don't necessarily think Monty actually has power, is Mm -hmm. is from his archetype. Is he just a threat? I think it's his archetype. viewed as a threat. I I like what you said. Mm -hmm. I, I think people like Monty, players like Monty, or just the alpha male type of players, Um, They are looked at as automatic threats. And on the other hand, like you said earlier, why is Michael not a target? Michael doesn't have the archetype of an alpha male. Mm -hmm. Michael is seen as someone who probably because of his sexuality, because of his stature, maybe people kind of view him less threatening, even Mm -hmm. with five competitions. He does appear less threatening. Yeah, he comes off as less threatening. He... um. And see, I talked about this last week. I said, you got to do pretty girl maintenance. (laughs) And Michael does his, he does maintenance, okay? Mm -hmm. And maintenance can be whatever you know people look at as intimidating that you give off, whether it's personality, whether it's looks, whether it's education, professionalism. I use an example of Xavier disarming us. He did some, he did some, um, some mental maintenance. He did not ever tell us he was a lawyer. He didn't want to appear as that type of mental threat. So he gave us that I'm just this model bartender type guy. So don't view me as the guy who's in here making decisions. Cause he knows if he came out with attorney with a lawyer, attorney at law, then we were going to be like, Oh, he's smart. So Michael is disarming people. He's, he's not, I don't hear his name in gossip. Mm-hmm. He's not running around, um, getting himself caught up in things. He's just very, he's low key and he's not telling on himself at all. So he's doing the maintenance of disarming people so that they feel comfortable with him, even though it's pre-jury and he's won every veto he played in mm-hmm. and he won this HOH. Because of what I think I heard is that it came down to him and Daniel and he said no. Right. It came down to him and Terrence, I believe. Him and Terrence? Oh, yeah. Because, yes. yeah. Wait, I thought the veto was him and Terrence. Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about the HOH. The HOH. It came down yes. to him and Daniel. Daniel and the HOH. And then it yes. came down to him and Terrence and the veto. No, yes. I got to see that veto comp. <laughs> So, <laughs> I know. Was it Otev? Really? It was was Otev. It Otev? That's crazy they had That's Otev impressive. so early. I know. We didn't it's have really Otev early. So, so late in the season, but mm-hmm. I guess they said we're going to switch it up because we definitely were in there, especially Claire. Claire's like, oh no, this week's going to be a booth. Oh no, this week's going to be endurance. Oh no, mm-hmm. this week's going to be. I said, you're not sending Claire home. I didn't know what's going on next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Claire knew everything. Um, I feel like, though, I do feel like um, Michael winning these competitions. Okay, I'm an advocate to people who can win competitions. If you can win a lot of competitions, I think it's okay to throw. Some Mm -hmm. people do not feel comfortable throwing. But we've had people who've won a lot of competitions early on and still win the game. I think it's less. Honestly, I'm not 
that scared for him. Like I would say usually for the average player, a typical player, a typical, you know, season, I'd be like, ooh, I'm scared for you. Michael, mm, I don't know. I still haven't heard his name that much. You know why? You know why you don't know? Because if people in this game were playing for seven hundred and fifty thousand and they were playing to win, then you would be looking at who is a threat to your game and who Mm -hmm. has the greatest potential to win the seven hundred and fifty thousand based on gameplay. Mm -hmm. And they're not looking at that. They just want to get Taylor out. (laughs) They do. I don't think the caliber of gameplay. No shade. I don't think the caliber of gameplay is is there. You know, I feel like Michael is one of the better players. And even Michael, even Michael, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, "Mm, I feel like he could be doing just a little bit more. But um, it's just different because I've seen so many seasons, all of these other seasons. It's just it's different every time. And this one Mm -hmm. feels I feel just it just it's very interesting because it just feels different when it comes to the gameplay. They're they're playing the game. But it's like, are y'all? They're, are y'all? They're, they've started playing the game. I'll give them that. Because there was one point I was like, it's dragging to watch these live feeds. And now I'm like, what's going on on the live mm-hmm. feeds? They're definitely playing the game. It's just a matter of what game are they playing? You know, mm-hmm. and what do they seek to accomplish with the game that they're playing? Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for winning Big Brother and getting 750000 we got to look at Michael. But mm-hmm. I I like that. Um, I like the game he's playing. I'm a little nervous for him now. I actually didn't want him to win this HOH because I felt it would it would allow him it would put him in a position where he had to show his cards, except if he were to go with Daniel. If he was to go with Daniel, who's kind of like the house target, he doesn't have to show any cards. That's a really simple, um, a really simple feat. And he can get gain some power from the house because now he's HOH and he can get some secrets and get some get his respect in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, then he won this veto. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I don't know why he did that. He must have, you know, let me say this. You will say to yourself, I don't need to win this. I don't have to win this. Mm -hmm. But in order to play this game, I just think that you just naturally have to be a competitive person. Mm -hmm. And there's something about when you are close to winning, it's like almost forget the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. I can win something right yeah. now. You definitely know the experience. <laughs> I, I know you know. I said, if you want though. it, you're going to have to beat me. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's something about the, the, wanting to win and, and mm-hmm. being able to set your pride aside from that. It's like setting your pride aside to say, I actually don't. I can win. I don't need to because for the, my end game, this move of not winning right now will allow me to win later. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, that's something you learn after. So <laughs> after after um, they the, the leftovers talked, and after the leftovers spoke about who the target was going to be, Michael kind of concluded that um, he was wavering between whether Monty was going to be the target, uh, not Monty. I'm sorry, Terrence or um, Daniel, okay. because of this idea that Kyle was putting in his mind. The reason that changed mostly was because of Brittany always wanted Daniel to go this week. I like Brittany. I do want to say shout out to Brittany. I mm-hmm. This is going to be a hot take. Give it. I think Brittany could win the game. 
That's real hot. Who, who does she sit next to? Yeah, that's the issue. Okay. I do. I do think this is what think I she's think. She's flying under this the radar. She's think. being overlooked. To give it I to me. I don't think she's flying under the radar. Okay. I think I like Brittany. I think she's a smart player. I think her being a little bit more active than a lot of the players here could give her an edge in the end game. When it comes to passive versus active, Brittany's the only active player when it comes to like the way they play. Um, Michael, when he's making decisions, he kind of lets people not lead him, but he allows people to believe that they're leading him. Mm -hmm. I feel like if Michael gets cut and Brittany is left alone kind of in the end game and she gets some traction or she makes an active move or she makes one move, that's good. I see a winning path, especially if she's in the end with someone who the girls are bitter about, like Taylor, Mm -hmm. um, which is what people do. People. Oh, God. Which is what Britney wants. So, yeah. But um, so how do you feel about the Britney Taylor final, too? I I really like it. I feel like honestly, I don't feel it's crazy because usually I would say I don't feel like it could succeed. I do think in this season, I don't know if the players are trash. Let's be honest. <laughs> the players and the players are not those girls like that because they're mm. not those girls. That's why I'm able to say some outlandish stuff like Britney might win because no one like Monty's on the brink of going home soon. Michael just won five comps when he really should not have. Kyle is in La La Land. So at this point, who's the threat? Who's going yeah. to win the game if those all those people do get taken out? It's not Jasmine. So I have to say someone's going to win. And right now it's saying that it's going to be. I think Taylor could win, too. And that might yeah. be a hot take, too. I, I think, think if Taylor and Brittany end up in final two, that would be mm-hmm. good. Because you'd have, like Brittany said, you have to vote for one of us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If Brittany sit next, sits next to anyone without making that big of move from now to the end, then... Mm-hmm. It's like they probably went over her and the same yeah. with Taylor. If Taylor Definitely. makes it to the end without doing anything big, they'll just say you are the pawn of the season, mm-hmm. you know? So exactly. um, it's, it's interesting. They do need to do something different. Okay. So fill me in. So mm-hmm. then what happens? Michael wins veto. Yes. So after Michael wins the veto, um, this is when he's having um, conversations with people. And so he has a conversation with, at the veto, Terrence says he's going to throw the veto to Michael. He whispers this to Michael. And he's saying this because Terrence wants to stay on the block so that the four people who are not in the leftovers can vote out Monty. And oh, Brittany Terrence can vote out Michael Monty. To, Terrence wants Monty to go? Terrence wants Monty to go. This is a new oh. revolution, revelation oh. for us all. We did not know this, but apparently he wants Monty to go. It's not necessarily surprising because he has wanted other people of same, similar background to go. Um, however, <laughs> with that being said, I feel like that it was weird because Terrence is basically saying, I'll stay on the block knowing that this group of people is working together. Mm-hmm. And he's also saying that he's hoping that Monty will go over him. I don't know what he was thinking. So that's what he told Michael after this. Michael talks to Terrence after the comp. He reiterates it. And then Michael talks to Jasmine. And when Jasmine's approached him, Jasmine approaches him with the same idea that Terrence approaches him with, which is that the four of us, her, Alyssa, um, Daniel, and Indy can vote out Monty. Mm-hmm. You can break the tie if you would like. Monty can go. We can take the shot. We get out a big target. Um, after that conversation, 
essentially, Michael is like confirmed in his mind that Monty isn't working with these people. This notion that Kyle has been pushing about all of those people working together with Monty and Joseph is not real. Because another because the group of people that he named were willing to put him up and get him out. Correct. So, okay. So that's what Michael, he had like a big revelation. It was interesting because um, I didn't think he believed what Kyle was saying necessarily. But at that moment, it kind of seemed like um, either this was proof and he felt comfortable with the proof um, or, or this was like also a discovery for him because he did have some insecurities about Monty having those people, you know, they Mm -hmm. felt like these are Monty's people. These are people Mm -hmm. that Monty and Joseph have. So when they're up there throwing him under the bus, it kind of re-solidifies the leftovers for at least a little bit because now Michael and Brittany are aware that these people that we are afraid that Monty might have want Monty out. So it's this house is so crazy because I don't even know if I would believe that everybody lies about their connection, their relationship, how they feel about everybody. The leftovers form by lying to other people outside of the leftovers about how they felt about people in the leftovers Mm -hmm. just to camouflage that they're they're not working together or let's see to camouflage that they are working together. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So, um. Mm, that's interesting. It, I honestly, this would be a hard game for me to play because I would not know how to trust anyone in this game. Mm-hmm. This house is the most untrustworthy house I've ever seen. <laughs> Did you feel like, um, do you feel like it's easy to tell when people are lying to you in the game or it, does it depend on the person? See, I that's why I personally like real connections. I like genuine connections. Uh, it allows me to feel like I do know a person. I like to know how people actually problem solve, get along with their friends, what type of people you are. That helps me to decide if I actually am going to trust you. I can't say it's easy for me to know if somebody is lying to me or not. I just like kind of gather as much information about a person as I can quickly to determine if they would stab me. So like for me, I'm a person who's had friendships. My, my friend from, she's been my, she was my best friend from like eight until like, I can't even say she's not my best friend, but she's definitely my longest friend. She was just with me on my birthday. I've had friends for over 20 years that we're still like this, whether we talk all the time or not. They are still, if I call them, pick up the phone, we're like this. That's because we have, they know me as a person. I don't share their secrets. We don't fight. They're like, Tiff is cool. So for me, if I see somebody like that, I'm like, okay, this is a person I probably can trust because they nurture and cultivate relationships and other people have trusted them for years and years and years. But if I meet somebody and they're like, yeah, I don't really get along with people. Most of my friends and my relationships usually end after two years. I'd be like, yeah, because something wrong with you. I see. Yeah, yeah I something's see. wrong. Yeah, it's you. It's you. It's uh, not them, dear. And then I just won't trust them, honestly, because I'll be like, if 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 your longest relationship is two years and I just met you, then we don't have a chance. I'm not going to be the one to come along and change your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I see. yeah, so I try to have conversations with people to see what kind of people they are. Mm-hmm. And then um you can't tell me like, oh, yeah, I cheated on all of my boyfriends, but this time I'm going to be faithful. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're you are a cheater. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just try. I don't know if they're lying to me, but mm-hmm. um, once you get to know people, like I, I, I'm telling you, watching uh some of my cast on like this season of the challenge and I'm seeing them um, having conversations mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh yeah, I know right now that that person does not believe what you're saying. I can mm-hmm. tell in the body language, but I think that comes with knowing people and you don't get the opportunity to know someone right away. I think we walk into this house and we stereotype people um, just, and that's this, this game is mm-hmm. based on stereotypes. This person is Southern. This person talks with an accent. This person is from this background. And we just have stereotype people like, oh, this person reminds me of somebody I went to high school with. So I'm going to treat them as I would treat that person. I say, I've said before, like Chada reminded me of my sister, my little sister. And we have, I think when you go in that house, um, certain things are in, enhanced. And so the feelings and the relationships or whatever you're going through on the outside, you walk in this house and it's enhanced. She could have been dead ass lying to me about everything, but because she reminded me of my sister, I believed every, everything until like we was on the block next to each other. And I was like, I think she gaming me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she gaming me. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And so I asked that question because um, I felt like when Michael talked to Jasmine, he was very confident that she was genuine about wanting to target Monty. And I felt like he he was just the way he took that information and kind of took it as face value as, okay, this is true. She does want to target Monty. And it's also paired with the fact that um, him not using the veto essentially in her mind, would seal Monty's face. So he knows, like, if she's suggesting this, she genuinely is okay with Monty going home. And I feel like that really, that helped a lot of people um, in The Leftovers because The Leftovers was on the brink, you know? Are you saying Jasmine helped The Leftovers? <sighs> Who is Jasmine? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm saying... The game. <laughs> I think I think Jasmine did help The Leftovers by accident. And mm. that's... And helping the leftovers is horrible for her. I yeah. think Jasmine's going home next, I fear, because it's looking now that they feel like, because if you look at the people not in the leftovers, it's kind of like who who of those people so is who do even we have not in the leftovers? To... Alyssa, Indy, Jasmine, mm-hmm. Daniel, Terrence. Terrence. That's uh, it. And Daniel should be going home. Yeah. So if a leftovers member wins HOH and you look at those people, no shade, but... None of them are playing the game, really. Yeah. But of the people there, Jasmine's the one I'd who rather have the most. Daniel probably in jury than Jasmine. Dang, you feel like that for real? It's not anything personal. It is because I know that um, people in the jury sway the jury, mm-hmm. and Jasmine has like swayed the energy in the house mm-hmm. um, about who she likes, what she feels about things. And a lot of people will just sit and listen to her and let her talk and talk and talk and talk. Mm-hmm. So then you have someone like that in jury who um, has the power to sway or um, as we like to call it in my season, influence. Mm-hmm. You have some part, someone who has an influence over people. Daniel has none. That's true. I'd want Daniel in jury so that you don't even be, you're not able to sway anyone any kind of way until I make my final two speech. Mm-hmm. But Jasmine has a lot of sway unless she's my friend. Mm-hmm. And Someone if she's my friend and I make it to final two, then hopefully, possibly she helps me. 
But if she is my friend and she has no friends in jury, she still can't help me because then nobody wants to wants to hear what she's saying. So exactly. I don't know. Daniel. Mm. Mm. So, I do want him to go. So go ahead. I, I want him to go too. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Daniel. Um, so I was actually going to ask you a question, though, because the, the kind of the notion that's going on in Michael's head is, do I possibly make this big move to get out Monty? And there's like a debate in the community of is it when is it too early? Is it ever too early? And um, things like that to make a big move. And I don't know. I was thinking I, I used to be an advocate of it's never too early. However, Thinking about this particular situation, if the big move is Monty, I don't think that is good for Michael's game because Michael will be the next target. Similar to DX. It's kind of like who's protecting who's mm-hmm. protecting Michael from being the next target. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if he and so by Monty being everyone's threat, let him stay in the house to be a shield for Michael mm-hmm. so that whoever wins the next HOH can still be looking at taking out Monty and not taking out Michael. Yeah. I agree with that. I do think that Michael needs a shield. Um, but Daniel may also be the shield. That's true. But, but maybe not, you know, um, I don't know if the house views Daniel as more of a threat on a game level than Monty. Monty has the appearance to win, um, to win competitions. He's got, you know, he does have um, relationships with mostly everybody in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think that his threat level is probably higher than Daniel's. So if Michael felt like he wanted to get out um, some competition to his game, it might be taking out Michael, but then, I mean, Monty, but then Michael doesn't have that um what you said like that assertiveness about himself to like lead and mm-hmm. so he'll need someone and, and and i think him and Brittany are paired really good together but i don't think either one of them have that um that that skill of leading they don't have that type of control that type of influence in the house where people are going to start listening to them because if michael has to start opening his mouth and talking and telling what's on his mind then his threat level is going to increase dramatically because mm-hmm. now it's like not only are you winning but now you're like calling shots and telling us what to do and you know so i i don't know so mm-hmm. right now where it stands is that michael is the veto king um, and that he is going to backdoor Daniel. Correct. This is a season of backdoors. I can tell you, I would not want to play on this season. I would be, <laughs> I, my brain would be fried. I couldn't, I can't even think in an environment like that. Mm. I could not do it. Trying to re- figure out who I could trust, them lying all the time, lying to me, everybody getting backdoored. Ah. Yeah. And after, so after Michael decided to backdoor Daniel officially, and he came to the revelation that Monty and Joseph aren't so threatening, um, there was a leftovers meeting that happened. And a few of the leftovers were there. I don't believe all of them were there. Um, Initially, Kyle wasn't in the room. They basically discussed that, okay, Monty and Joseph weren't here. It was the other people in the leftover. So Turner, Taylor, Brittany. And they discussed like, okay, for sure Daniel's going home. Um, They also discussed that 
they know that they can um, stick together, they can work together, and how um, Michael has f- officially decided that Kyle and Daniel are going to be the back door. Now, the issue is that Kyle doesn't want to be nominated. Kyle has mm-hmm. been walking around kind of trying to influence the, the, the veto to not be used. He's trying mm-hmm. to influence Michael. So when Kyle walks in the room, as they're having this discussion, Michael kind of lets Kyle know in an open forum type of way. So the real discussion happens when Taylor and Turner leave the room. And it's just Brittany, Michael, and Kyle. And Kyle has been voicing his opinion specifically to Brittany and Michael about this new alliance he's trying to create and how they could use Daniel to string along with them. So he's kind of um, listening to Michael. And Michael's basically like, so we're not going to do that. Um, Daniel is going to go this week and not in that manner, yeah. but he is saying that he's like, Daniel's going to go this week. And I think the leftovers are good because Jasmine's throwing Monty under the bus. Terrence is throwing Monty under the bus and Kyle is being reactive to this, to this. He's, he doesn't like what he's hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts to be like, well, Jasmine could still be the back door. Um, mm-hmm. and Brittany, <laughs> chimes in and she's like um no it can still be Daniel that's what it could be because Brittany doesn't like that idea Brittany wants Daniel to go she really does not like him mm-hmm. so um this is basically now everyone is fully aware everyone in the leftovers is fully aware that Daniel and Kyle are going to be nominated and that Daniel is going to be backdoored and he's going to go home and this kind of deters <clears throat> Kyle's little plan of the alliance forming because Daniel was a part of that situation. Mm. And Michael has kind of, has kind of voiced that Monty and Joseph are good. Like, don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's almost like Michael has decided that he'll save Monty for later. Right. And it, it has to be because he doesn't think that he is on Monty's radar. He had, he had a cam talk. Um, and he said that Monty is a threat, but he can go later. He said yeah. Monty will have to go, but just not yet. <laughs> he also mentioned that he said it's going to be really hard for me to get out Kyle. But after Kyle's behavior this week, it's going to be a little bit less hard for me to do <laughs> that. So that's is that because of Alyssa or because of this making up um, another alliance outside of the leftovers? I think it's both. Okay. I do think it's both. He said he likes Alyssa. Um, he said he wants Indy, Taylor, Brittany in the end game with him. Mm. Um, I don't know. How. Yeah, because he can he can beat them. He can beat them. He can. Michael is he is playing chess, honey. He, he said, is, Take okay. me to the end with the people I can beat. I'm not going to the end with Joseph, Michael, and Kyle. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's that's what he's saying. That's what he's kind of decided. I think that this week was really good for him because it's going to influence, I feel, the rest of the path of the season. I think Monty being the new target is After good Daniel. For him. After Daniel, it's going to mm-hmm. be really good for him, especially if Monty doesn't just go next week. Because if Monty does win the next HOH or Joseph wins it, um, it gives Michael even another week before he's seen as a target. Mm. Um, so... That's good. Um, the only other thing is like, uh, well, when it comes to Michael, is Jasmine was talking to Alyssa. And Jasmine told Alyssa, she was like, hi, um, so 
basically next week, I feel like we can target Turner. And Alyssa was like, you mean Michael? Because why wouldn't we want to target Michael? Alyssa mm-hmm. did say this. This was the first time she's ever, I've heard Michael's name. Okay. Um, and she only said it to Jasmine. She hasn't said it to anyone else. And she hasn't spoken again with Jasmine about it. And it was only in that one conversation that she said, but Michael. And okay. I find that a little interesting, but Alyssa's not that girl. So I'm not necessarily worried in that scenario. But She did, say, she did but speak she said up, though. But she said it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, so that kind of that kind of leads to where we're at now. Um, the plan is set in stone. Next week, the next target is literally anybody outside of the leftovers for most of the leftovers. I don't know what Kyle's going to do um, because he is doing a lot. But um, <laughs> we'll just have to we'll just have to see about that. And this uh, is our last week for yeah. this is our last eviction before jury, right? Right. After this eviction, then everyone will have made up the jury, and I do think that that's when the twist will come to an end. I don't think they'll have them play this twist all the way to the end. Mm-mm. It's I becoming think, too much as it is. It is. I didn't like this twist, but um. Not you dogging my master plan. Uh, (laughs) No, yours was a plan. This is a a twist. It is. It's it's interesting. And what's interesting to me is that people, just like you said, Jasmine was like, yeah, I'm thinking Turner can go. And I was like thinking to myself, but then then, that means you have to sit on the block. I've never Mm -hmm. been, I've never made myself comfortable with having to sit on the block. Even though it was my plan, I was like... (laughs) It was yeah. your plan for them. It yes. wasn't your plan it's for, for y'all. You. Listen, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> no, I get it. And I wouldn't want to sit on the block either. I don't know how these people are volunteering. Joseph is like, y'all can put me up. Monty's like, they don't know up. BB 101, baby. You should never Ooh. feel that oh. safe. Well, Pharaoh, you have been a phenomenal guest. You helped me. You helped catch me up to what's going on in the house, <laughs> filling in the gaps, the side conversations, what to expect on um, the episode. So Vito mm-hmm. will play out tomorrow in real life on Monday. We won't get to see it, though, mm-hmm. but we'll get to see on the live feeds. If it's, I mean, Vito ceremony, that is. Mm-hmm. We'll get to see on the live feeds what Michael actually does. I'm a firm believer that anything can happen and change in the big brother house at the drop of a dime. But once people's minds are made up, unless you just come with some great, awesome scheme, um, people's minds are made up. And then that's just what it is. No one wants to like get blood on their hands or, or be called out, but it's a lot of time between now and the veto ceremony tomorrow. But I do believe that Daniel probably will get back door. It just seems to be how the season's going and they seem to have a cool plan. Thank you so much. Will you please okay. tell our guests where they can find you? Yes, you guys can check me out at The Reality Kingdom. It is on Twitter. It's on YouTube. Go check out our videos. Watch us. Um, thank you so much, Tiffany, for having me. You are the best. It was very wonderful speaking to you. And yeah, that's it. Thank you. What, what is your, um, give us your uh, socials again? The Reality at, Kingdom. At T Reality Kingdom on Twitter and at The Reality Kingdom on YouTube. Perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. You've helped me out tremendously. I am trying to um, 
remember what day it is. But one thing I do know, it, it is my birthday. Yes. <laughs> um, and so thank you for kicking it with me. I really no appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Absolutely Tiff. You can find me on Instagram at Absolutely Gorgeous. And you can find me on the Winter Circle uh, Mondays and Wednesdays recapping your BB Live feeds. That is it, everybody. Remember, like, subscribe, and comment. And share this video. And also be kind to others. Thanks. Bye.